what what episode is this? One. Is it season two, episode one, baby? Oh my god, this is episode one. Now we don't have to keep going back to be mm -hmm. like, oh, what episode is it? New season. <laughs> new season, same bullshit. Same us. Um, still looking homeless over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got I just streamed today, so I wanted to look nice, and then I wanted to look nice for the pod, but I, I didn't like a <laughs> thing downtown on Monday. And I wanted yes. to look nice for it, and I didn't want to straighten my hair tomorrow. So I'm gonna straight. I straightened my hair today, and then I was like, "Well, I gotta look nice for the stream." And she looks beautiful. <laughs> so, how do we start this? I feel like I haven't. We haven't recorded in years. I know. I know. Uh, how are you? How was your day? Good. Busy. Busy morning. But good. Please. How was your day? It was good. I finished a book, played some yes. games. Here yes. we are. And now we're recording the podcasts. Good into yeah. the day. Yep. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, since season two, we're doing some changes. And just a little changes, not too, too much. But just a few. Mm -hmm. Would you like to yep. tell... The people, our two fans. Our two fans. Well, yeah. Danielle's mom. Hi. Hey mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then our second fan, Mariah. Hey, Hi. thanks for watching us. Um, so a couple I think two major changes, right? That's really yeah, it? just two. Like our alcohol, we're gonna keep trying that and getting turned yeah. off of sniffs, you know, that's gonna say turn off sniffs. And the thing that we're going to change is we're not going to do Bookstagrammer of the Month anymore because it was just kind of too chaotic. Honestly, we kept forgetting to pick people. We kept forgetting to pick people and it just wasn't working out the way that we wanted it to. And it just made extra work for us. And it didn't really seem to do what we wanted it to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so I'm not going to lie, thinking up three questions that are somewhat different but somewhat the same every single month. Oh, hard. Difficult. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So cuz I was it's just yeah. But um, we do appreciate everybody who listens to us and we love we, we love shouting you out. So you got to listen. Oh, we'll still we, keep shouting people out. Yeah, you know? we'll like, uh, yeah, just, we'll drag Mariah every day. Yeah. Mariah, I told her not to message me. It's 6:31. She's not going to message me hopefully. Yes, yeah, watch her like in the middle message you. She will. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we're gonna do is we're gonna try to read a book every other month. So for January, we read A Man Called Ove. For February, we're gonna do a different kind of episode where we'll still talk about the books that we read, but we're just not going to have a book that we talk about. Yeah, we're gonna pick a fun theme game whatever topic and then yeah. we're going to discuss that and that'll be every other month so we're changing it up a little bit we both so decided to do this just because we both have extremely big tbrs and sometimes it's hard for us to pick a book that we both want to read so yes so yeah 
And this kind of opens it up for people to suggest what they want us to read for March. Yeah. I think we're still going to try and read like different genres every month. Like we're, we're not going to pick out of the hat because that also gave me anxiety. <laughs> I think it gave us both anxiety. <laughs> um, but I think we're going to like this month we read. What is this considered fiction? This is contemporary fiction. Okay. So then next or March could be like romance, thriller. What else is there? Classic. Horror. Cl- <laughs> Classic. You know, if there's a book that you want us to read and review and you want a buddy read with us. Honestly. Us, yeah. If there's will, a like, open. hyped book that you are wondering if it's worth the read. Let us let know. Let us know. We'll shit on it. We will read it and tell you if and- it's worth it. So, if you're tell on you the fence, your money. tell us. We'll read mm-hmm. and tell you the truth. That should be our podcast. We'll read hype books and tell you how shitty it is. I mean, it's only season two. We could do that. Yeah, we really could. <laughs> That's, okay, side note, that could be an episode. Like, it could be like, okay, here's some highly rated books. Is it worth read. it or not? Is it worth it or not? Oh, look at us. Ideas. Ideas, ideas. We're also open to, like, any fun episode ideas, too. Like shout out to shelf obsessed podcast because all of their episodes are like they don't buddy read a book they just do something fun every episode so i feel like we might be taking some of their ideas and crediting them of course however it's they just do a lot of fun stuff that i kind of want to do they're so fun and they're they like come up with ideas and like through thin air they like are like "Yeah, yeah we're gonna do this i'm like that's so smart where do you guys come up with those ideas so, um, but they also have been like, um, the last episode they uploaded this week was, um, they discussed tomorrow times three. Mm, so okay. they are, they are doing, but it's not every episode. I think they do, uh, every week, whereas we do monthly. Yes. So it's, yes, they do. Every, that's also why I think they don't buddy read because finishing a book in a week, a week for both of yeah. them, like they both have lives and yeah, I think uh, that they read and then yeah. they like pick a book they both read and then they discuss it. But yeah. their episodes are also pretty short. They're either thirty to forty-five minutes, where we don't get we Danielle we, and I just don't talk. We don't shut the fuck ever. up when we talk to each other because we don't That's actually we're true. not actually friends. What? <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ah! I was just kidding. Morgan's gonna cry. We're actually friends. You're just saying that. You said we don't talk for the month, so I was like... Yeah, I was saying we don't talk for the month. I was being funny, and then you just pulled out, like, (laughs) we're not friends. (laughs) We actually are friends. Shut up. Go on. Friends don't share friends. HelloFresh promo codes. They don't love each other. (laughs) Anyway, we are friends. Awkward silence. It's fine. Oh my god. It's so I'm on edge two. because we just got out of a phone call with some chaotic humans. So I'm like on edge. Like ah! those are the only changes we're making to season 2. We just are trying to make the podcast more fun. I mean, it is fun for us regardless, but like more fun for other people too and making us kind of like step out of our creative box a little bit and think up some more things. Yeah, do something so. a little different. Which we love. We love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. That being said. Is it time for the alcohol? 
Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Story time. Um, I am the person who gets the alcohol last minute. Every time. Never okay. fails. Every time. So the day that Danny was coming over, when we didn't hang out to watch The Bachelor, um, I had to do something and then I couldn't stop and get alcohol on the way home. So I was like, I'm just going to Instacart it. So I went on Instacart and was like looking for something that I didn't, that I've never seen before, whatever. But for those of you who use Instacart, the stores will just put anything and everything on there. So generally, if you see something, sometimes it's just not there or not out of stock. So this particular thing was out of stock that I really wanted to try. So I told my Instacart person to just pick. And so if these suck, they it's the Instacart person's fault. <laughs> However, I made it a stipulation that I wanted it to be a seltzer because I feel like seltzers are kind of safe as far as like, I don't really like beer. I don't like wine beer is kind of like iffy. Yes. And so seltzers are like a very happy medium. Yes. So for this month, my Instacart driver <laughs> decided that we were going to try Corona hard seltzers <laughs> i'm so scared i think they're they, gonna be fine they come so they're 4.5 percent 90 calories they're gluten-free um and they come in the flavors blackberry lime blueberry acai raspberry and strawberry kiwi you have to tell them why you are scared about these because when I see Corona, I see, I think, beer. And right. I'm so afraid that they're going to taste like beer. And I feel like it's just when beers make hard seltzer, I feel like they might suck. Yeah, because didn't we try? We tried the Bud Light ones, and they were just not. Did we? They weren't. It. Yeah, the tie-dye cans, remember? Yes. Oh, my God, those sucked. Yeah, those weren't good. So, so I'm just scared. But I like, I, when I did drink beer... I liked like Corona. Corona. Yeah. Oh, so you might like these. So these might be okay. Yeah. For you, maybe. Yeah. I'm curious. Because, right. like, I don't know. I'm going to turn my camera. All right. What do you want to try first? Do you want to go bad, um, then good? <laughs> yeah, I think blackberry lime is going to suck. Okay, so let's start with blackberry lime. Yeah. Give it a sniff. That smells like beer, Danielle. It smells like beer. Tell me if it tastes like beer. Be honest. Well, it's not great. <laughs> it Does doesn't it taste like beer. Does it taste like beer? It tastes like. Does the aftertaste taste like beer? Second sip, less beer tasting. It, like, doesn't taste like beer, though. I don't know how to describe it. It's not, like, as bubbly as other seltzers we've tried. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not good. No, that tastes like beer. That tastes like beer for me. And maybe it's the flavor. But It could be the flavor. Uh oh, oh, no, Danielle. We have three I'm... more. Yeehaw! All right, At least it doesn't something. taste like wet sock. Um, I'd rather wet sock. 
Let's do something nice. Let's do a blueberry acai. <laughs> good thing Josh likes beer. Oh my god, I know. That smells really good. You sniff it first? No. Does it taste like shit? No, this one's definitely better. Mm-hmm. It's definitely better. better. Yeah, we went uphill. Beer in this one. Yeah. It you could like the blueberry and is strong. Yeah, the blueberry is definitely this one. Is better, yeah. I think it's the lime and the blackberry that makes it taste like watery beer. That's why it's not as good, the blackberry lime. They're very watery flavories, you know? Whereas blueberry you can get... flavories. Whereas blueberry you can get a little bit more prominent. All right, what's the next one? I feel like you're going to hate strawberry kiwi, so let's do that one. (laughs) It smells good. That does smell good, but you're going to hate it. I already know it. Oh, no. It's good. good. What the hell? That's good. I was expecting kiwi to be like a watery. Yeah, like a cucumber disgustingness. Yeah. This is good. These would taste better. The blueberry and the strawberry would taste better. If I had, oh if yeah, they they're freaking warm. Oh no, they're not warm. Like they were sitting out, and it's kind of cold in my house. But they were not refrigerated first. All right. Uh, one more. I'm gonna have to burp us. a lot. Yep. Hi. Oh god, I just spilled. God damn it. It's fine. That smells good. Yeah, that smells good. Sorry, I just spilled a little, which is normal. Uh no. Mm-mm. Excuse me. Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't like it. Again, it's the wateriness. It like tastes like a watered down beer. Like um, let's like um, what's a beer that's known to be watery? Like a drink beer. Like a Bud Light, I think. I don't know. I just texted him. He's playing Elden Ring. He's been playing Elden Ring since eight o'clock this morning. I know Mike was looking at his computer <laughs> when we were sitting here, and he's like. Josh is playing Elden Ring. I'm yeah, like, he yeah. got up this morning and played Elden Ring. He took a break. Like, he hasn't been constantly playing. He took a break, but... All right. Yeah, yeah. Which one did you I... like the best? I think the strawberry kiwi is my favorite. I think the blueberry acai is my favorite. I texted him, but he might be. Okay. Ayo, Mikey. Do you want to try? Okay. Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at your struggle. Yeah, I think the like these. You know when there's a burp like right here, these two are the best. Oh. I just think that here's my here's my strong opinion about seltzers. They need to come in packs, like smaller packs, and only two flavors. <laughs> He's into it. He He's me. in it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he can hear me. Whatever. If he decides to text me when we're like in the middle of something, I'll tell him to come in. But that's okay. Mike can come try. That yeah. Cover. I don't like the. Ra- I wonder if I would like the raspberry, if it was like refrigerated more. Yeah. But um, the blackberry, absolutely not. Yeah, that tasted not, not great. That tasted like 
wet booty cheeks. Yeah. So they always end up with putting like two shit flavors and then two good mm-hmm. ones. So I don't know. I think that the seltzers need to do smaller packs with only two flavors. I I don't know. I disagree. I mean, I agree with how you're putting it of like they usually have like two shitty ones. Yeah. But I feel like with a four pack, with like a four pack meaning four different flavors, you kind of have more to choose from yeah, if you variety. don't like one of them. That's true. Yeah. They like There it is. I also think that like maybe one day they'll like have enough seltzers made that um They'll have like a make your own pack like they do beer. Oh my gosh. At Beacon Skiff, they have that. Oh, do they? <laughs> like the ciders here. The, yeah. Cider. Yes. yes. Sick. You can make your own four pack. Ooh. And they're like individual cider. cans like this. They're like thicker. Yeah. Um, that's what I got for us to try on the podcast that one time. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I never tried them. Which I'm pretty sure they're still in my fridge. We could have tried them for this episode and it probably would have tasted better. <coughs> probably. Do you want to try some alcohol? Yeah, sure. Here comes Mike. Oh, Josh. All right. If he hasn't. Let's see. So grab any you would like to try. What's good? The ones in the front. You might like the blackberry lime. Do you want to get your, do you want to put your face in the camera? Oh my God. <laughs> this is this is what this is what homeless looks like here. <laughs> All right, that one's not bad. Which one do you try? Uh, blueberry acai. He's now trying <laughs> strawberry kiwi. No. no I don't oh, know. I, I like, I that, like one. that one. I'll drink that. It one. might be too sweet for. Oh right. Yeah. I bet he likes the blackberry lime the best. That just tastes like nothing. Yeah, the what? raspberry. Yeah, the raspberry just, tastes, tastes like, like nothing. Water. Yeah. That one kind of tastes like nothing, too. Yeah, it's because they're watery flavors. But does Mike like beer is the question. Yeah, I'll take Mike this likes one. beer. I'll, I'll take this non, this water one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for trying. Carbonated yeah. water. Out of 10, what would you give it? To, all together, I'd prob- I don't know, probably like a six. <laughs> okay. I was going to say like five or six. Yeah, so. I'd probably say five. They're not great. No. Woohoo! Good for me. I'm going to have this my Instacart door- driver. Whatever. It's going to hurt. Like, I have burps that I can feel. <laughs> burpees. Burpee burpees. Yeah, don't get the Corona Seltzer. It's not worth it. No, I think they were like a normal, like, this was what, a 12-pack, I think? Yeah. Um. And, oh, this one is different. Hold on. You want to know what's something interesting? The ones that taste like water are 90 calories, and the ones that taste better oh. are 100 calories. It makes sense, because they're, like, like uh... Better. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. It's because the the strawberry and the blueberry one have added sugar. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. And these ones don't. That's why they taste better, because they have added sugar. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, not worth it. Um, no. But I mean, I think if you like Corona, maybe go for it. But like, they don't really taste like Corona. No, I mean, they do have like a beer aftertaste, but I don't like beer and I'm very sensitive to like beer aftertaste. So if you like beer, you might not be able to taste it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I definitely you definitely do get a beer. 
for me too. Mm-hmm. I'm a wine drinker, so like, yeah, they're all right. Like, I think like if you want a seltzer for the summer, hanging out outside by pool, mm-hmm. they're okay. If you want to get, I think these are like ones you could probably drink and have a good time and not really worry about what you're really drinking. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Whatevs. Day eight. Right. Yeah, they're all right. They're right. Look next time. Next time, me. At the rate me. that I'm at, yeah, at the rate that I'm at, we're gonna try every single seltzer that ever exists. I know, honestly. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> where's our seltzer deal right now? I know, like, come on, just give us good seltzer. Jesus. When we become famous and multimillionaires, we'll make our own seltzers, and they'll be called. Um, I don't know. Don't say it on here. We got to patent it first. Right. I don't know any good names. So, but we'll okay. make the best seltzer ever because we tried them all and we exactly. know what's good. We know. And we'll have to have Danielle taste to make sure it doesn't taste like wet sock. Yeah, that's going to not. I'm going to put a wet sock flavor there just to. <laughs> it just says wet sock. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, I'm glad that's over. I was so scared. You didn't have to be scared. They weren't that bad. Oh boy. Bye phone. <laughs> All right. What'd you read this month? You want me to dive right in? Yeah, go for it. All right. I am so I read one book um that in December, like after we were recorded. Yes. So I'm counting that. Um I read Hood Feminism Notes from the Women That a Movement Forgot by Mickey Kendall. And it was essentially about, like, racism and um, feminism and how people kind of, like, it kind of basic, like, basically explained a lot of intro stuff of, like, a mom, like, a single child on food stamps. You're thinking that they're, like, a bad mom, but, like, they're trying to survive. And if they are, like, trying to work, they might make too much money, so then they're buying their kid McDonald's, so you might think that they're a bad parent, but realistically, like, they're buying what they can to survive kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, Long story short, it was very intro, and I liked that. I gave it a four. I listened to it on Libby. Um, Not too much I'm going to say about that. It's just been on my TBR for a while, so I was glad that I got to listen to it. Um... The next book that I read was When We Were Bright and Beautiful, which is the book that I thought you were talking about. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When I was like, is it victim blamey? And you're like, what? <laughs> um, so it is exactly what I expected, unfortunately. I gave it a two. It was just... Ugh. The ending was... Sh- I'm looking at my review right now. The ending was shit. There was so much victim blaming... And then the main characters, like, I know that my brother, so, I'm sorry, the main, one of the main characters is um, arrested for, like, sexually assaulting his girlfriend, or, like, a girl that he used to be intimate with. And the girl main character is his stepsister, sister, something like that. So she was like, I know that he couldn't do it. I know that he would never do it. It was definitely, like, the girl just being dramatic, so, like, victim blaming stuff. And then out of nowhere at the end, she was like, I know that he did it. I know for a fact that he did it and gave no proof as to like why. Because I thought she was going to come out and be like, yeah, actually, like he did stuff to me when I was a child and like whatever. So I thought it was going to take that route. Um, And then also, spoiler alert, 
she was like banging her stepdad the whole time, which ew. It was just too much, too much. Um, it's in my giveaway pile. It's actually right there. So <laughs> if anybody wants it, and then the next book that's on my giveaway pile is the next book I'm going to talk about. Um, I found you by Lisa Jewell. I gave that one also a two. I'm just I can't remember if it was a two or two point five because I'm looking at Goodreads, but it's a two on here. Um. <laughs> what a bad start to the month the plot twist was i know it really was the plot twist was super um guessable and just a very mediocre twist like it didn't have my jaw on the floor and maybe that's just me but yeah i have a i have a hot take tell me so authors like lisa Joel, mm-hmm. danielle Steele, she's romance um mm-hmm. Who is another author? Like uh, authors that come out with multiple books in one year. Yes. It feels like their plots are just mediocre, you know? Yeah. Like, and I know that you didn't like, you didn't love The Night I didn't, Disappeared, right? Yeah, I didn't love it, like, but I didn't hate it. It was just, it was I just okay. That one. Yeah, you yeah, liked I that en- one a lot. I enjoyed that one, but I read. Then she was gone by Lisa Jewell, and that was on her backlog, I think, and I didn't like it. And then this one, I found you, was on her backlog, and I was just like, mm, meh. Like, there's yeah. plot holes, and you know me and plot holes, and how I feel about plot yeah, holes. yeah. So, <laughs> it just wasn't for me. I'm not going to talk about it. That's the second book that's on that stack right there. If anybody wants it, um, <laughs> I read A Man Called Ove, which we're going to talk about. I listened to Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and that is where my reading picked up, and they weren't shit books. Woo! So I actually really loved that book. Um, I gave it a 4.5. I gave it that because sometimes the rom because it's a romance book. Yeah. But sometimes the romance was, like, really fucking cheesy, like, <laughs> cheesy for me, so I just took a little bit away. Yeah. Um, But it's about... A woman who she gets married to her boyfriend, fiance. She gets married and they like rush into their marriage. They're like, they think that they're soulmates. And then one night he goes out to like get her something from the store and he gets hit by a truck and dies. Oh and boy. They were, they were married for like uh, 10 days. Like they weren't <gasps> married long oh, and they only no. were dating for like six months. So she didn't meet really his family. Oh like, my God. So it's her coming to terms with like, I'm a wife and I just lost my husband. I'm now meeting my mother-in-law for the first time. I'm now At his like, funeral, probably. Yeah. So it was, honestly, it gave me all the feels. It was like, it feels weird to say it was a feel-good book because like death. He died. Yeah. He died. Like that's in the plot. He dies very early on and it's like her coping with it. Like, yeah. You get back and forth. Like you get. There when he was alive and when he. Yes. 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 And yes, she'll yes. like see something on the fridge that will trigger a memory and then you're brought back into that memory it's almost kind of like i'm sorry go ahead i didn't even interrupt go, go ahead i go was ahead. just gonna say um julia whalen narrated it love her um but yeah i gave it a 4.5 i honestly really loved this book and i ugly cried at it and i have all the feelings and it's just yeah oh that's on my cbr i'm excited um oh i was gonna say it reminds me of um the nicholas sparks movie with um 
I think Amy Adams and uh, Frigg. I'm going to look it up really fast. Hold on one sec. You're talking about... Nicholas Sparks uh, movies. It's got Amy Adams and... uh, Oh, maybe it's not a Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah, nope. Whatever. So they get in a car accident. The girl loses her memory and he has to uh, get her. I mean, it's not the same deal, but it's like... No, it's like because it's a feel good movie in a sense. Like it's there's to be trauma. Really happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not really happy, but you know what I mean. It's like trauma and like getting better and like dealing with that mm-hmm. in a sense to get happy and better and overcoming mm-hmm. your sadness and your grief. Yes, I could. Yeah, that's kind of how Forever Interrupted was. It was just so good. And I just, the ending of it, I just had to sit there and be like, "Uh." yeah, and cry. (laughs) So good. I can't Um, wait to read those. I would recommend it. I'm not going to say anything more. Okay, good. Um, (laughs) The other Taylor Jenkins read book that I read, I also listened to it actually. I got some Audible credits that I used, um, but I listened to After I Do by Taylor Jenkins Read. That was also read by Julia Whalen. And honestly, that book gave me the ick so bad. Like, <laughs> I... It was... The ick. The ick. And that's the first time I've ever used that. And it just... It was cringy. It was like, ugh, gross. You know, that's so funny because... Um, Mariah, uh, our oh, Alex in um, our book club, she said that I think not... Like a few days before, she told me that that was her least favorite Taylor Jenkins read. And then um, a few days later, also, yeah, my <laughs> least favorite Taylor Jenkins read. <laughs> then a few days later, you're like, I saw you reading it, and you were like, No, no, and I'm like, Oh boy. And I'm just, I can't really tell you what parts, like certain parts of it, that gave me the ick because it gives spoilers. Yeah, but the plot of this book is essentially a married couple. They're at odds with each other. They're like not happy in their marriage but they want to try and make it work so instead of getting a divorce going to couples counseling like very normal things to do when you're like at odds with your partner um they decide to take a year apart like they're still married they can see other people but they cannot communicate whatsoever like they can't talk to each other they can't text they can't call nothing can't see each other for a year and then a year will pass and then they'll come back and be like do we want to make this work and Ryan, it's Ryan and Lauren are the two main characters, like the husband and wife. Ryan was such a fucking shitbag. Like, <laughs> I was rooting for them to not get back together. I was like, Lauren's going to decide that she, like, deserves better and it's going to be great. <clears throat> and it just, I can't, I'm not going to say anything else. However, the reason why it was just so cringy, one of the reasons why it was just so cringy and it gave me the ick is like, there was a point where she was Lauren was reflecting on the reasons why like Ryan and her didn't work and get along. And one of their like main fights was because they didn't have sex very often. Like he was like, oh, my gosh, we never have sex, blah, blah, blah. And then it got into like, well, you don't make me orgasm. So why would I want to have sex with you? And I was like, oh, oh, OK. Um, 
But the reason why it gave me the ick and it was gross was because he legitimately at one point he was like, are we going to have sex? And she was like, I'm not really feeling it. You know, like, I'm sorry. I'm not really feeling it. And he was like, Lauren, it's my birthday. And she was like, and Ryan, suck my cock. <laughs> and she was he was just like, are you are you really we're not going to do anything on my birthday? Like, it's my birthday. And I was like, I don't fucking care if it's your wedding night. Like, if your wife is not feeling it, your wife is not feeling it. Yeah. And then she like, I think she ended up like doing stuff with him because she felt bad. And I was like, uh, that's uh, just uh. grimy. Yeah. Like, no. When was that written? I'm curious. That was her second book. So Forever Interrupted was actually her debut. And then After I Do was her second. So let me look. 2014. Mm, interesting. Okay. So like trigger warning maybe? Yeah, um, big trigger warning. <laughs> that Ryan's a fucking it's like bag. It's like kind of sexual assault in a sense. Yeah. And it just was like, I legitimately was listening to that and I was like, oh, hell no. No, 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 no. Like they better not get back together. I hope she realizes that she's worth more and they don't get back together. And there were other parts of it, but I'm not going to say. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I gave it a three. Um, I understood the message. The message was like her trying to learn how to love herself again, to be go- a good wife. And he needed to love himself again. And they needed to fall back in love. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but it, it very much gave vibes of like, if your marriage isn't working, regardless of how it's not working, you need to do better to fix it. And I was yeah. just like, some marriages can't be fixed. Yeah. And that's what it is like unfortunately it happens whatever. you know yeah. people grow so, like, older life changes it right, happens that was the one that i needed to go on my soapbox about yeah i didn't know that um alex read it though i'll have to reach out to them oh yeah yeah you should because uh oh yeah cringe um, you should uh i have two more books really to go over um I listened to a novella by Frederick Backman, and it was Every Morning the Way Home Gets Longer and Longer. It was only an hour. It was very, very short. Um, I cried in that hour. So it was about a grandpa who's, like, sitting on a bench with his grandson, and he's slowly, like, his mind is slowly decaying because he has Alzheimer's. And, ugh. His books, man. It just really, like... It really, I'm going to cry. It hurt because of like me losing my grandma too. And like the the kid was young and he knew that it was happening. And at one point he said, um, if you forget me, grandpa, like that's okay. I'm a really cool person to know. So I'll just introduce you and you'll love me again just fine. <laughs> my heart. So cute. And it just, it was a really great read. I think there are parts, because I was listening to it, to it at work. There were parts that, like, in the beginning, I w- couldn't figure out what was going on because I was multitasking. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gave it a four. A lot of people give it a five. I really think if I, like, understood the beginning part and, like, was fully focused on it, I would have given it a five. But um, it made me cry in an hour. So, um, Recommendation for Christmas. I know you don't really like Christmassy reads, but he wrote another novella. And it's for cr- Christmas. It's Christmas theme. It's called The Deal of a Lifetime. And it's another novella, and it's an hour. And like I'd be able to like ease my way into a novella, like a Christmas novella. It's like I'm not gonna read. Like, so good. Pages. I think you'd if you liked that, you would like this. Oh, so it just it's really good. And I listened to it on audio, and it was really good. And I cried. So I think you should. Okay. I think you yeah. should listen to that. 
So put it on your radar for Christmas. All right. Remind me next Christmas. You got it. I'll probably forget. <laughs> Actually, no, um, I'll be like, you'll be in, in the midst of reading the winners. And I'll be like, hey, I mean, not the winners, Spare Town. And I'll be like, hey, uh, Morgan. You also have to read this. You should read this. She's not going to read the Bear Town. No, probably not. One day she will, though. No, maybe. Um, I think you'd really like that series. Maybe. maybe, maybe. We'll we're getting anyway. into we're getting Morgan Get into Frederick Backman. No. <laughs> the last book that I read, I finished today. It was just the nicest couple by Mary Kubica. Kubica. Um, she wrote Local Woman Missing. We read that on the podcast and absolutely loved it. I gave it a three. I'm not going to say anything on the podcast right now. I'll tell Danielle offline if she wants to hear more about it. Local Woman Missing was so much better. That's all I'm going to say. Oof. Uh, but yeah, that's all the books that I read. And I'm hoping that February brings better reads. Um, I was going to say that I've seen a lot of people have been giving it like an okay. It's just okay. Um, yeah. Which makes me, that bumps me out because Local Woman Missing slapped. Yeah, and I did notice one thing about her writing. Like, she wrote very choppy sentences in Just the Nicest Couple. Like, it was very much like, I don't remember the main character's name. Oh, Lily was her name. Um, It was like, Lily got up to get dressed, period. She wears her favorite pants to school, period. (laughs) Sorry. She always looks so good in those pants, period. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, was local woman missing this bad? And I just never noticed. Like, I don't remember. But yeah, that's yeah. weird. Hmm. I thought the plot was just very like, I don't know. It I called it a mile away. Um, and the reason why I didn't give it lower than a three was because her writing style, once I got past like the choppy sentences, um, kept me intrigued and kept me in that like book anxiety of like, oh my god, I need what's to happening. happening yeah, like I was like ready to fall asleep, and I read like a um, oh my god. End of a chapter. Cliffhanger. And I was like, I have to read the next chapter. <laughs> I like, have I to keep going. To. It was really good. Or no, it wasn't. It wasn't really good. Dang. I said that. It makes me sad. Yeah. I'll still one day, maybe. You can borrow my copy. There might be a chance I do that. Okay. All <sighs> right. Well, I started off not great as well, which is a bummer. So Tell me. I read, I was on my Christmas bullshit still, so I read All I Want for Christmas by Maggie Knox, which um, was about these these people who met on a, a country reality music <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, no. It was not good. The, let me tell you, main guy, closet, was still in the closet, and he didn't okay. know. He didn't know yet. Man had a chihuahua that was gluten-free, and his favorite hobby was knitting, which is fine. Straight men can knit and have a chihuahua. Just the way she wrote him. I was like, my man, my lady, I'm not sure if this man likes women. (laughs) But anyway, the the characters were sweet. It was cute. But it was not for me. I was like, oh, my God. I just want Christmas to be done now. (laughs) Um, I gave it a three. Very generous. 2.5, maybe. 
on a good day. You're never going to give a book a two. Oh, I have before. I probably will. Uh, then I read All the Dangerous Things by Stacey Willingham. I gave that a four. It's way better than Flickr. Mm-hmm. Can't agree. Uh, I read What Lies in the Woods by Kate Alice Marshall. I gave it a 4.5. Um, yeah you do I think you'd like it but I also am not entirely sure um, Okay. then I read uh, The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy by Megan Bannon and that was part of my 12 and 12 mm-hmm. and I loved it it was so good I was like oh, wow I'm so glad this was suggested to me because I absolutely adored it and now I'm like really excited to read the rest of my 12 and 12 because I'm like this I've never heard of this book, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a shot, and I loved it. So I was like, wow, I'm really excited to keep going. So twelve and twelve. Recommended it to um my my friend Bethany. Her handle is I'll stop the world and read with you. Um, really good. Yeah, and so I posted my review the other day, and the author posted my picture on her page yeah Yeah, it was really exciting and she said i really like the part where you said that my book is unicorn sprinkles and rainbow farts oh my god (laughs) so yeah um i love that book it was really cute it's a romance and fantasy so morgan wouldn't like it but (laughs) if you like those two genres i highly highly recommend that book really good um then i read locust lane by stephen amidon Mm. It's all right. I gave it a it's three and now a half. On my bookshelf. It was all right. Like I think you'll like it more than I liked it. Okay. It's more your type of book than me. You know, I like okay. books that are like literally unicorn farts and rainbow sprinkles. Yep. It's mm-hmm. not unicorn farts and rainbow sprinkles. Yeah. Yep. But I like. It. I'm glad I read it because it was good and I was curious about it. Um. So and we love sharing books that. I get shared with so I'm I'm always willing to give Morgan my books uh always, always. then I read A Man Called Ove mm-hmm. um we'll talk about that later I read Take a Bow Noah Mitchell which is a um LGBTQA book IA book um it's about Noah and he is a video gamer and he wants to meet his friend who plays video games with in real life and circumstances happen and he ends up meeting him through a play his mom is in and it's just this whole shenanigans and it's really it's cute um i want it to be more video games yeah it's a lot of a lot more musicals than video games but still super cute. I liked it a lot. I gave, I mean, not a lot, but I gave it a three. Um, okay. Then I read The Martian by Andy Weir, which is in this thing. I'm doing these all these little things to help me get through my TBR faster, my physical TBR faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike, I told had Mike rep 12 books for me to read, one every month. So this was his pick from January. And I've had it on my shelf for forever. I've tried to read it before and I was just like, not in the mood. You got to be in the right mindset for science fiction. Guess I was in the right mood because I gave it a five. That book's so good. I'm so mad that I didn't read it sooner because it's so good. It's like, you know that um, we read a science fiction for our book club 
and it was more fantasy science fiction. This was like science fiction and it's like kind of realistic. Like, yeah. Um, so I loved the main character. He was like super intelligent, but he was funny. He was so funny. So like just an example, uh, he was, so he gets stuck on Mars and he has to survive on Mars for until they can NASA can figure out how to get a ship back to save him. And so they he doesn't have communication with NASA and then he figures it out and the whole world can see what they're communicating and he ends up sending boops to NASA and it gets broadcasted all over the world like like B like eight zero 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 eight. Oh my god. It's so funny. Like he's like super smart, but he has like the humor of a twelve year old. So it's like really good. Mm-hmm. Um so it's like super witty and like like I liked that it was super scientific and like everything that happened. I'm like, how is this man going to survive? And then like he does things and I'm like, wow, I would never have thought of that. And then I'm like, makes me so interested in how like Andy Weir comes up with things like that. Like books like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these authors are so smart. I would have never in a million years thought to be like, this is how he's going to do this. And because of this science and this chemistry. Yeah. And I'm like, it was really, really good. And apparently in the author's note, the book was supposed to be about math and it ended up being about this man surviving on Mars. Wild. Oh uh, yeah. Wild. Interesting. Great book. If you have not read that one, really good. It makes me um really excited to read project Hail Mary, mm-hmm. um, which he is, the author of as well um and then i read the rose code by kate quinn and i gave it a four don't know why it wasn't a five it was a four um i can't tell you why it just wasn't as good as some of the other historical fictions i've read but Mm -hmm. the premise is really interesting and it's really good um it's about um code breakers in during world war ii and like mm-hmm. they had to unscramble codes from and they're like secret messages from the from mm-hmm. the Germans and stuff. I think you would like this book a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so if you're like ever looking for a historical fiction that you want to like dive into that's not Kristen Hannah, I highly suggest this one. I think you would really like it a lot. Um yeah. it follows three friends, um, three girls, and they become friends through all this. Um, I really I just think you should read it. Okay. But one of the better historical fictions I've read, um, they're not in the line of like war. So they're and they're in Britain. So like mm-hmm. you don't yes, get a lot of yeah. like Holocaust stuff. Oh yeah. So you don't get all of that. So it's a little bit like different from like I would say the yeah. Nightingale because like you get they're they have german soldiers literally in their house whereas they're these girls are fighting in a different type of sense Mm -hmm. so it's very interesting and it's like bletchley park is an actual thing that was real and in the author's note she talks about like how she picked these characters from real life people and how oh yeah it's really really cool i think you'd like it a lot but that's what i read i'm sorry i've been talking for a while but yeah um i read a lot of good books a lot of okay books so um yeah 
I'm so sorry. It's okay. Morgan's been gaming all day, so she's like, sometimes when you get a lot of screen time, you get knocked out. Oh, yeah. It's just, I think, too, I didn't drink enough water today, so that's why I keep drinking water. Mm. So I think the lights, too, that are coming at me, I'm just kind of like... Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I read this month. Woo! Good, Good reading month. I feel like we... I feel like we both had good reading months in the sense of like we read a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. I did read a lot of good ones, yeah. but like there are some ones that I was just like, that was okay, but it could have been better. Yeah. I only read, looking at it, I only read one, two, I guess technically three, four stars. Yeah, I read, um, the rest were just in the. Yeah, I read a, yeah. I read three, four stars, three, five stars. I read a lot of books this month. Audio mm-hmm. really helps with me with fly through books. So that's why, too, like I got the audible ones like I got forever interrupted after I do. I listened to. Oh, I got a man called Ove on Audible as well. To yeah. Listen to. I yeah. To Hood feminism. I listened to and every morning the way home gets longer and longer. So, yeah, I listened to a lot of books this month. So, speaking of listening to books, uh huh. So you listen to Mad Called Ove. It's so funny because I did too, but I got my copy from Libby. Oh my gosh! So let me just tell you about my fun fact that I realized. Okay. Okay. So, well, I told you about it already. Yes. Oh, okay. sorry. I was I looking for my it. notes for Mad Called Ove. Oh, no, you're fine. I didn't know if you remembered what I was talking about. I do Um, remember. Okay, I got to find a picture of him first. All right, here we go. go. (laughs) I'm loving this. I'm so excited. I'm listening to a man called Ove. Also, a really quick question. When you were listening to yours, how did they pronounce Ove's name? Ovi. Ovi. Wait, I got to remember. It wasn't Ove. Yes, Uva. That's how mine was. Uva. Yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty sure... That's how it's meant to be pronounced. Yeah, but I like Ove better. I mean... It matches his lifestyle better. Well, I think Uva is, like, probably a common It's, like, Swedish. And, like, yeah, where Frederick Backman is from. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, like, a man called Ove, man called Ove. And then I listened to it, and the narrator said Uva. And I was like, why are you getting fancy? <laughs> it's Ove. But then I realized that I'm pretty... like that's Yeah, it's, it's, like, a Swedish pronounce, pronunciation... All right, so I'm listening. Oh, that was a really good picture. I'm listening to a man (laughs) called Uva, and I was just listening like in bed and out of nowhere because the narrator on Audible sounded like a cranky old man. So I was like, this person, and he also kind of sounded like Tom Hanks. It wasn't Tom Hanks, but like that kind of put me in a better mindset for the movie. So I'm listening to it and I'm like, you know what? I've never done this before. Let me Google him and see what he looks like. Because I just wanted to know. Like, I've never yeah. done that before. And so I Googled him because um, his name was, like, on the thing. And his IMDB popped up. And I was like, damn, like, a narrator with an IMDB? Like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and for people who um, don't know who narrates it, his name is J.K. Simmons. Which, to me and you, like, I have no fucking clue who that is. Means like, nothing. So I look at his IMDB and I'm scrolling down and I'm like... Oh, he was in a lot of things that like I've seen. Like, who is this person? And then I see that he was in Spider-Man. Okay. All of them. 
<laughs> all of them. Old ones, new ones, remade ones, all of them. Okay? Do you know who is narrating my audiobook? <laughs> oh my god, now his picture went away. I know who it is. Oh my god. 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 The hook. The hook. The ho- I'm so sorry. His picture went away. So the person who is narrating my my book is the actor who played J. Jonah Jameson on Spider-Man. Now, if you don't know who that is, right off the top of your head, it is the news anchor that always wanted pictures of Spider-Man. And it was like, Spider-Man's a menace. We need pictures of Spider-Man. And for reference, this is him. That was so good, Morgan. Right? It was so good. Yeah. That is who J.K. Simmons, he on Audible, I swear on my life, that is who narrated it. And I was home alone. And it was like 11 o'clock at night when I figured it out. So I texted Danielle and I was like, I need to tell somebody this. And I had to like, of course, it was over text. So I had to, you know, build up the story as I just did. But I was mind blown. I was like, I need to start Googling my narrators. That's so good. I feel like like I listened to it on Libby and it's a different narrator. But and I thought that person did a great job. But like, imagine like listening to that probably was so freaking good. I couldn't unhear it after I knew it was. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) And when he like when Uva would start yelling. Like when he would be like, hey, got over here. Like his like Spider-Man thing would come out and I would be like, I texted Josh one time. He was, I think I was driving to go and see him at his mom's house. And I was like, all right, I'm on my way. I'm going to listen to all the reasons why Spider-Man's a menace. And he was like, what the fuck, Morgan? Like, it was just such a cool experience after, because re- I realized it very early on. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was such a cool experience. Like, I'm still mind blown. So, I mean, I know you said that the Libby version was good too, but like, spend the money and get the audible yeah like, yeah if you're a marvel fan like get the audible oh that's, that's, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what it is um if you don't give a shit save your money and do libby it's so funny i could just imagine him being like idiots let me see if i can find hold on i don't know if you'll be able to hear it get out of here you dead cat <laughs> um man oh i'm getting all in all, all my feels again thinking about this book I'm getting all my feels, Morgan. He looks at her as if he's expecting her to nod her agreement. But she doesn't, of course. The cat sits next to Uva in the snow and looks like it absolutely agrees. Especially with that bit about not being allowed to go to the toilet in peace. I don't want to give any spoilers. Let me go yeah. back. No, I don't think that was any uh, spoilers. A man who was Uva and a bus that never got there. Oh, don't explain that one. Every man needs to know what he's fighting for. That was you can hear it a little said. bit. I wish I knew like where he where he like yells yells yeah yeah like if he's curmudging. Yeah, if I find it off um offline, I will send it to you. So Morgan, yeah. Do we want to reveal what we gave? Well, this I book? have to. Oh, have do you have to a... read the synopsis? Oh, shizzle! Sorry. Oh my god, Danielle really wants me to show her that I gave this book a two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. A Man Called Uva by Frederick Backman. A grumpy yet lovable man finds his solitary world turned on its head when a boisterous young family moves in next door. Meet Uva. He's a curmudgeon. 
the kind of man who points at people he dislikes as if they were burglars caught outside his bedroom window. He has staunch principles, strict routines, and a short fuse. People call him the bitter neighbor from hell. But must Uva be bitter just because he doesn't walk around with a smile plastered to his face all the time? Behind the cranky exterior, there is a story and a sadness. So when one November morning, a chatty young couple with two chatty young daughters move in next door and accidentally flatten Uva's mailbox, it is the lead-in to a comical and heartwarming tale of unkempt, unkempt cats, unexpected friendship, and the ancient art of backing up a U-Haul, all of which will change one cranky old man and a local residence association to their very foundations. Now we can <laughs> say what we gave it. So are we going to do the like raising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm you ready. Can, you count down this time. All right. We're going to raise our hands on go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> How can you not? It's so... I, I really loved this book and let it be known. I sobbed like a fucking baby. Okay. Like a fucking baby. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk spoilers here about yeah. the book. We also and the movie, watch the movie, yeah, and the so movie we're later. Talk spoilers about the movie as well. We'll give you, yeah, um, a spoiler for we'll that. Tell, but right now we're before we go to the movie, we'll, we'll tell you. Be like, we're gonna talk about the movie now. So if you haven't seen the movie, do not listen to the this part. So, yeah, here we are. Uh, I, I will say, uh, the reason why I got the audible version was because I could not get into the physical book. Mm, I mm -hmm. was so bored. And I'm not, I mean, I know that this is the point of the, like the way that Frederick Backman wrote this book, but Uva is not a lovable character in the beginning. Like he's really just an <laughs> asshole. And so I was like, oh my God, everybody loves it. Like I texted Victoria because she read it and loved it. And I was like, this is really boring me. Like, I can't stand it. And she I was know. like, oh my God, I loved it so much. And I was like, how? Literally how? And here I am giving it a five. It's so funny because you did start off, like you were texting me when you first started reading it. And I was like, no, she hates this book so much. Because you were texting me. And I can tell when you don't like a book because just the way like you communicate things. Mm -hmm. And when you get excited about books, I can tell. Like, I can just tell. And I just, I think it's just because we talk to each other all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like, she does not like this book, and I'm so sad right now. And then you told me you gave it a five, and I was like, what? Oh, yeah, we talked about this book beforehand because we talked about the movie as well. Yeah, it's only because we want talked about the movie. We usually don't talk about the books, but, like, mm -mm. we Danielle had to since... Me. She bullied me. We had to. I feel like we had to because we are both going to see the movie, you know? But... I... It took me a while because i was like wow he's such like an asshole like why is he being so mean and the whole point of the book is for you to like see that he's an asshole and then slowly get into he has a huge like, yeah. arc he has a huge arc and he has reasons for the way that he is like when he was like don't trust the bus i was like damn like okay he doesn't like public transportation but then we find out like why he doesn't like the bus and i was like Okay, so that's showing that he cares. He like, literally he cares about her. He's a so grumpy because life took everyone away from him. Literally. Life yeah. took everybody away from him. And also, I was kind of laughing, honest. Not laughing. That sounds very morbid. But like, I was like, is this whole book just him failing to kill himself? Like, is that really no, what the book is? No, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be funny. That's, it is funny. Because like, 
Oh my gosh, yeah, like the first part where he tries to hang himself and he falls because the hook couldn't <laughs> hold him. I laughed when he was like, oh, faulty, like, screw, or like, you yeah. can't even rely on hooks anymore. And I was like, oh, my God. So I had, like, briefed, like, this isn't a spoiler, but I briefed Josh before we went into the movie. I was like, listen, he tries mm. to kill himself a lot. And, of course, like, yeah, when the very first, like, couple scenes is him trying to hang himself, like, j when he's buying the rope, and Josh is like, oh, my God. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no, this happens, like, four more times. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the same thing with Mike. Mike was like... His mic was like, I don't like this. He like, was like, I don't like this. And I'm like, it's fine. It fails. Don't worry. It, <laughs> it doesn't work, does it. Mikey. It's so funny because like in the, I'm just going to jump into the movie just because we're talking about this. But the movie, yeah. when he fucking falls, he sees the advertisement for the freaking flowers. is like, oh, two for one sale. <laughs> yeah, Josh laughed at that. Oh, it's too Josh good. Josh laughed at that too. It's just he's it's supposed to be really funny. Like you don't want to laugh because it's so emotional. Like it's this old man and he's just like so grumpy, but it's so freaking funny. Like it's it's yeah. so hard not to be like this is really not okay, but like when he was like he's talking about Jimmy and how <laughs> he was so mean to Jimmy. <laughs> about the he uh yells at the woman with the dog and the part oh where God. he says i wrote it down because it's so freaking funny that was he, in the movie too yeah it's so funny where he's there, like yeah. uh talking she's like the cat probably has fleas and it probably has a lot of diseases and she, <laughs> he's like you probably do too but no one kicks no one throws rocks at you or something it's yes. just so funny he and it's just like really kind of dry humor because he's so grumpy and just like curmudgeonly and it's just it's so good uh the dialogue is perfect and like it really was like after you understand after you start to understand like i don't remember the first thing that made me start to like him a little bit more like i think maybe that he was a little bit nice to the cat yeah, the and, like, cat. get his backstory and stuff. Yeah. And um, I think I started to like him a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? He's not that bad. Like, he's all right. Like, yeah. maybe I just won't give this a five. Like, this is what I was thinking when I was listening to it. I was like, all right, whatever. Maybe I won't give it a five. But then I would come home from work, put, like, headphones on and just do, like, random shit and want to listen to it. And it just <sighs> was so heartwarming. It's and I so think good. Two of my favorite, favorite, because fa I know we want to talk about the movie too. Two of my favorite parts of the book was, I know it wasn't explicitly stated in the book. And I'm kind of, I mean, I get that it had to kind of be in the movie if people didn't read the book. Yeah. But the fact that the woman. Oh, I think I know like, what you're going to say. When she walked in on him when he was trying to like kill himself in the car. Oh, yes. From there on. She knew that he was trying to kill himself and she found things for him to do to keep him busy. Yep. Like she inadvertently she's... saved his life. Yeah. She's like, this cat's now yours. Right. And like gave him reasons to live. Like she would go over and be like, hi, I need your help with something so minor. And he's like, why can't your husband do it? And she's like, I just need your help with it. Like I need you to do it. And he's just like, I don't want to. And she's yeah. like, okay, so we'll see you over there later. Right. Like she knew after that moment what he was trying to do and she was like yeah no i'm not gonna yeah i loved that character that woman 
Mm-hmm. I forget her name in the book. Uh, I know. It throws me off because they changed the names. They changed all the names in the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I just pulled up a chair. <laughs> to, to, uh, uh, Parvana. Parva- Par- Parvana, yes. Parvana, the, yeah. Parvana in the book. And then her name in the movie was a uh, Spanish Ooh. name. Yeah, I can't remember. They completely, because weren't they or like Asian in the book? I think they were. I think they were potentially. I feel like Parvana might be like an Indian name. Oh, yes. I think it's Indian. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry about that. It is Indian. She was Spanish in the movie. Yes. Yes. But I honestly, like, as much as I was like, I wish that they kind of kept the names the same and everything. Obviously, Americanized. So they kind of had to. But I thought they casted her very well. I thought they casted everybody very well. Like, same. Same. They did such a good job. Me too. Um, I agree. I agree. Um, what was your other favorite part? My, I have two other favorite parts, actually. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, my, other fav- my, my other favorite part was I fucking sobbed like a baby at this. But when he was buying the iPad, like that's what was happening in the beginning of the book. When he was buying the iPad, and then the little girl was like, "Thanks, Grandpa," and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me?" Yes, oh, I, I literally t- messaged Trista and was like, <gasps> "When he, when that little girl called, old Grandpa, I lost it, lost it." That was like, I'm like, my heart. Oh yes, ten thousand times yes. Oh, man, that was so good. It was just like, and then the drawings that they gave him. Oh, my God. So good. I feel like the more that I keep saying, like, I have now another favorite part of the book. Like, it's just so many favorite parts of this book. It was really good. It's just all of it's just so good. And it's so, like, oh, it's just so great. And it makes me so happy. Like, it's a, uh, it's like emotional, but it's a hug. It is. It's it is. So it really is. Good. It's like I will read this book again. Mm-hmm. And I'm and gonna it's been f- sitting on my bookshelf for so long. Same. I got this from, um, and I've been wanting to read it obviously because I love Frederick Backman because I think my first mm-hmm. book by him was Spare Town. So mm-hmm. like, I have to read his other ones, right? Um, but yeah, no. Uh, this was really, really good. Um, well. Um, can I tell you one of my a few of my favorite parts? Yes, go for it. Okay, so first off, the quotes in this book were so good, and they they made me sob. So like, one quote: "People said that Ove saw the world black and white, but she was color. All the color he had." <laughs> oh my god, you just ruined it! <laughs> it's so good, and I was just like, "Oh man." But yeah, no, like just the way that he saw his wife and like did things for her, like when she got paralyzed and was in the wheelchair and he lowered the kitchen, the kitchen counters and like he brought her to work. He literally like carried her to places. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, so good. But the one thing I wanted to point out and I could be wrong and it's mostly a question, but like it's a part where I really like. Um, when they talked about um Rune and um Ove's friendship and how they what they did when they were growing old 
in the neighborhood to make the neighborhood good. And when they talked about the woman who had a domestic, like a uh, boyfriend who physically harmed her um, and how they chased him out of the house and they like basically saved this woman and his, her child's yes, life. You know who that kid was, right? Yes, it was, it Jimmy. was Jimmy. Yes. I was like, Oh, and then, and then it like goes into how, Oh, and his wife, Sonia end up like inviting him over for lunch all the time, taking care of him. And like, and, Oh, and then I was like, oh my gosh. And like he the when Sonia dies, he ends up Jimmy ends up going to ruin it and um I can't remember her name. But their house instead. Yeah. But uh that was like one of my favorite parts. I was like, oh my gosh, they saved Jimmy. It all connects. So many, like, yeah, it did. It had so many moments where this was another book similar to the Nightingale, mm-hmm. that the last chapter absolutely fucking destroyed me like obviously i was very sad like spoiler alert obviously but he dies and when he went out after the kid's birthday and like got stabbed or whatever by or like whatever happened when the people like the burglars i literally was sitting on my couch and i had tears running down my face i was like he is just now finding his will to live like why are we gonna kill him now and then obviously he was fine at that point but then i was like mentally preparing myself when it like mentally preparing myself right now to relive this but when they woke up and so, um not sonia her, um, and her husband yeah were like oh Ove hasn't like been outside yet i was just like it happened no oh there's tears in my eyes right now so yeah. i would like to share with a class um these two pictures were taken three minutes apart because i have the time stamp, okay <laughs> So this was me listening to the last chapter. All right. We ready? That's picture one. I don't know if you can see it. See my fucking tears. That's picture two. You can tell that I'm like very just done with feelings. Like I just... It hurt my heart so much, but it made my heart feel so, so much good. at the same time. So like, good. He turned out to be such a lovable character. Like, once you understood his backstory and understood why he was the way that he was. But then, two, like, his relationship with Parvana and her kids and, like, it just turned into, like, I feel like exactly what he needed. Yeah, he, like, got the love that he needed to, like... He learned to live, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, from small acts of kindness and, like, just being neighborly and, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's just so good. And, like, the cat and he, him calling the cat the cat annoyance. And when he goes to the, when he goes to the frickin' graveyard and talks to Sonia and he's like, well, I have a cat now. And then he brought the cat there too. Yeah. Oh, and the he way they the did cat everywhere. I know. Like he was like, I gotta go to the hardware store, so I'm gonna bring the cat with me. And he puts the fucking newspaper down in his car. <laughs> I also my another part that just made me sob. Like obviously, the entire last chapter made me sob like a baby. I, I said that already, but once um I keep on saying Sonia when Parvana is with him when like after he dies. And she just said, she said, tell Sonia thanks for the... Um, for the loan money. 
for the well for the loan i think it's more so like thanks for the loan because they took him from her oh yeah i didn't even think about that oh yeah because he was trying to like go and see sonia like he was trying to kill himself to see her and then parvana like obviously stopped that in a way so she was like tell sonia thanks for the loan because she got she to literally have loan yeah. ove to them Yes. Uh, oh my god, that destroyed me. How about Just, I have goosebumps right now? How about in the book, like at the very last, like when they showed Ove's house to like the new couple, and they Fucking literally lost. like he the man is literally like Ove, and he's like he comes in and he has a sob. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you just gotta. Like, you, it's so good. Oh, it's mm-hmm. also good in the way that everything, like like I said, everything the way that connects. It was and, just such a really good book. Yeah, this is like one of my all-time favorite books now. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. His books just really are something. I'm trying to find the quote from um, Parvana. Oh, it's just so good. I'm trying to think of other things. Like, it was just really funny. And like, even though he was curmudgeon, he was just really kind. And like... It doesn't seem like he's kind, but like, like when he, the two kids, the one kid who's um, gay, he gets kicked out by his father and they come to Ove's house in the middle of the night and they're like, can we stay at your house? Um, I got kicked out because my dad and he's like, yeah, come on in. There's a couch. And they're like, he's like, don't go into the dining room. (laughs) Yeah, and then he was, like, I think he also had a converse, like, I don't know if it was a conversation, but with um, the person in the book, and he was, like, your dad's missing out. Yeah. Essentially, your dad's missing out on a good thing, and it's not your fault. And I was just, like, he does have a heart, which his heart was too big. His heart was too big. I was listening (laughs) to that. And I had because all I my brain registered was like the jar the medical jargon, mm-hmm. and then the fact that Parvana was laughing, and I was like, "Hold up, I missed something." Like, let me go back, and then I listened to it again, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like he had a a disease or like something something where with his, his heart. heart was too big, and then Parvana heard that and was like, "Excuse me, his heart's too big." Have so you it? met him? <laughs> Do you know who this man is? Do you know who this man is? <laughs> uh it's just so like just a little things and like oh mm-hmm. uh, god it's just really good moving i mean moving on to the movie bro is there anything else that you wanted to say about the book, the book? no i just really really loved it and like honestly mm-hmm. i didn't expect to love it as much because yeah. like i think i had a very similar experience to you um, where I started reading about Ove, I'm like, man, this guy is angry. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is fucking pissed This guy is mad. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, oh, you know what the part that got me? And I was oh like, God. I got all the feels. So when Ove builds the bookshelves for Sonia and Mike built me a bookshelf, I literally lost it. I was like, oh, my God, the feels. So, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, and when he, one last thing, and I'm done. When he teaches Pravana how to drive and he gets out of the car and fucking yells at the guy in the truck. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, don't you dare, huh? Yeah, me too. 
Anyway, yeah. speaking of the movie. Um, all I was going to say was a couple things. So we're going to talk about the movie now. So spoilers for the movie. However, if you've listened this far, the movie, they did such a good job on it that it was exactly like the book. So honestly, you already got your spoilers. Pretty much. If you read the book, it's pretty much the movie. They did a great job. Great job. We need to protect him. He is a national treasure. Did an amazing job being a grumpy old man. Oh. I'm usually nervous. I mean, about big names doing like book adaptations. I'm very nervous about it. But Killed I it. think if we read Ove like years ago before they even did the adaptation and then realized it was Tom Hanks versus we knew it was Tom Hanks going into the book. True. It could so be a different experience. Different. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to ask um, Trista about that because she said she read that a long time ago. Yeah. And like, that's why too, when I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, I can, I'm picturing Tom Hanks. Yeah. You're like, I already know that Tom it's going to be him. Yeah. But like, obviously what the, him trying to kill himself all those things were very similar but i think i had like 10 napkins and they were all used by the end of it like i'm sitting there and i'm like trying very hard you know when you cry and you cry hard and you just need to take that like to like but you're in a movie theater and you can't do that so i'm just sitting there like struggling to breathe and i'm just like and I look over and Josh is like, fine. But like sitting there, I knew that he was going to die the whole time. And I just needed to mentally prepare because I knew it was going to be such a heart. Like if they did it right, it was going to be such a heartwarming thing. And I just. It's so funny. I was laughing at you because literally the same thing happened to me, but didn't bring napkins. So I'm oh, snotting so all over my goddamn oh, face. My God. God. <laughs> it it's like so two bad. hours of goddamn crying whole two hours mike turns to me at one point and goes you gonna be all right i'm like uh, bitch yeah i'm gonna be fine. I'm, I'm gonna be fine leave me alone let me cry, I'm, let me cry over here i know what's happening yeah, i I'm feel like this my is, mind over there this is a movie that i feel obviously i'm very glad that i saw it in theaters i'm very glad that i saw it i feel like this is a movie that if you know that you're gonna cry maybe wait for it to come out so you can cry at your own house yeah yeah i mean if you're excited and really want to go see it bring like 12 boxes of tissues every person yes. i've literally said like talked to on book instagram and they said they're going to see it. i'm like bring tissues my friend sam goes i'm yeah. not bringing tissues i'm like all right we love a good snap moment like she didn't oh bring God. and then she sends a picture of herself <laughs> after I texted uh. Victoria after we left the theater, like, because we got lunch or something after. Mm -hmm. I texted her and I was like, so I saw Ove. And all she said was, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. Because I took a You can't really tell, really, that I was crying. Oh, yeah. One, I took one, too. Like, you can't tell on mine, really, either. But it's really funny. Well, when you sent it to me, I was like, bitch, is it crying at all? What the hell? <laughs> so ignore my potato head. But, like, you can tell that my face is red in this picture. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, you don't like I thought I truthfully, Danielle, thought you were sending that to me to be like I hated that this movie. movie. Nah, yeah, I, like if you look at my eyes, like, you can tell. Well, I think like the tip of your nose too, like because of blowing your nose is yeah, red. It's red. So that's what gave it away. 
fucking uh, great movie. Honestly, if you're really excited, you love the book and you're really excited to see it, you're going to love it. It's just so good. Tom Hanks did a great job. They casted everyone so well. And mm-hmm. like they really didn't skim. Like they took out small parts, but not like anything that was really they didn't comment on the Jimmy and like. Him, yeah, his parents, but like that's like the. Only I feel thing. like they really couldn't have, yeah, without making the movie like insanely long. long. Yeah, um, two things. One thing was the person who played younger him was coming, his son. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing was I cried so much and I used so many tissues that when we left the theater, I looked at Josh and was like, "Am I okay? Like, am I gonna look like a psychopath walking out of the theater right now?" And he goes. You have tissue on your face. <laughs> and I had tissue like stuck all the way up here from like wiping. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> fucking mess. I felt so, okay, wait, do you want to hear like another thing? Be prepared to be surrounded by, oh my God, by old people. 75 plus year olds. <laughs> we were the youngest people in our theater. Same. We went, so our Morgan's theater is a little bit bigger than ours. So we mm-hmm. have like a smaller regal we go to mm-hmm. and so we're in line for popcorn there's a line for tickets and popcorn right and mike looks around and goes yeah do you know this movie's for old people <laughs> well i think both of us went to like a matinee too like yeah that we went at noon help. 11 yeah and yeah, i was like, like that didn't help there's people with walkers around us we're opening doors for people um, yeah it's so everybody funny. was like laughing though like in the theater because you i mean there were people who came to the movie just like by themselves like older people that came to the movie i think just to see the movie yes i, I mean i don't know they could have read the book but just to see the movie and they were like laughing at all of his like quirks and stuff and i was just sitting there like sobbing <laughs> once we got onto like the bus scene i was like oh. all right, prepare yourself mentally <laughs> prepare yourself and also when he walked into the hospital and we just got a glimpse of the clown, I was like, fuck yeah, here we go. <laughs> the clown! <laughs> oh, the clown. I literally started laughing as soon as we got like, because he was just kind of in the background. Yeah. For like people who read the book, you know what's going to happen. But I was just sitting there and like giggled and Josh was like, what the fuck? I did the same thing too, but like a different scene. So like when we get the opening scene, we get like a vision of like the neighborhood and the characters. Fucking Jimmy fucking walking down the street like a psychopath. I laughed out loud. No one Mm. else did but me because I knew (laughs) who it was. I was like, oh my God, Jimmy. (laughs) I was like, and then it was loud because I'm fucking loud. And Mike looked at me and was like. And I was like, it's Jimmy. And he was like, who the fuck is Jimmy? He's like, who the fuck is Jimmy? (laughs) It was so good. Uh, He just did, Tom Hanks, I will never stop saying, Tom Hanks did such a good job. And he just embodied the like, no, that's wrong. Like, I got to do it. No, that's wrong. I got to do it my way. But the one thing, because obviously I'm a fucking snot fest. You were a snot fest. Oh, yeah. Mike wasn't fucking phased. Josh wasn't fucking phased. The one thing, of all things in this movie, Danielle, of all things in the movie, the one thing that made Josh tear up just the fucking tiniest bit was when he went over to, um, I can't remember his name in the book, but Runa's house. Rube, uh, Ruben? 
Ruben, yes. Stop, this is so funny. Go ahead. When he went over to Ruben's house and he was like telling him about all the shit and he was like, I'm going to help you. Like, I'm going to, I can't let this happen to you. And then after he made it happen and then he came into Ruben's house and he was sitting next to him and he like put his hand and like moved a little bit. Josh was like. That's what made Mike cry too. Oh my God. I was like, what made did like you get misty eyed? He's like, yeah, when his friend like moved his hand. Well, like, kidding me? Like he legitimately died. Nothing there. You really? Didn't? Are you sure? I thought you did. Oh, I knew he was gonna be like Danielle. Don't tell people I cried. What? I thought you said that to me. Now we're arguing. I, don't think so. I swear that's what you said to me. Yeah, because he doesn't want you to tell the world that he cried at a movie. What are you playing? Are you playing Minecraft? Do your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah um yeah it was really good i was out for the count for the rest of the day after that movie because i i came home and took a nap i napped so hard after because when you cry for two hours yeah. you're giving yourself a headache one yeah. <laughs> two you're exhausted from crying for two hours yep. <laughs> so yeah i was like i gotta take a nap i can't do it i'm dying i have the worst headache i got mm-hmm. i uh, was right there with you Literally worth right it worth it though because great movie i like it don't was. can't name another movie that i've cried that hard watching like the entire movie like it was tears of happiness and tears of sorrow and tears of yeah I don't know, like, I think. No, I don't think so. It's, I think, too, like, in going into the theater, I was talking to Josh, and I was so excited to go and see it. I was really excited that he, like, was interested in the movie, too, and wasn't just going just to be like, yeah, whatever, I'll go with you. Um, But I, we were going up the escalator to go up to, like, the top floor, and I was like, Josh, I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited to go and see a movie that I've read, like, ever. I've never been this excited. And he was like, Morgan, what about where the crawdads sing? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm more excited to see this. Oh, really? Yes. Because I think it was because I knew that Tom Hanks was going to do a good job. And I think I loved, like, where the crawdads sing was a really good story. But a man called Uva made me cry. Yeah. And, like, made me feel things. So I think that's why I was, like, I'm so excited to see this put into, like, something. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So. I was, like, I feel like the same thing. Like, I was, like, Mike, will please go see this with me? And he was, like, yeah, of course. And then we ended up, we came out. And I was, like, so what did you think? He was, like, yeah, it was really good. He liked it. And that's, I think that was, like, a win for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's not a Mike likes killing movies. Like, he loves Die Hard yeah. and, like, <laughs> fucking uh, Top Gun and shit, which... Top Gun's a fire shooting, movie. Yeah, he likes movies. like shooting movies. So like yeah. when he came out, and was like, "That was a really good movie." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, I kept asking Josh too when we left. I was like, "Did you did you enjoy it, or are you just saying you enjoyed it because you know I enjoyed it?" He was like, "No, I actually really enjoyed it. Like it was a good story." And I was like, "Good." Yeah, we're surrounded by seventy five year olds and we're like fucking sobbing. Yeah. Oh my god. And then I know I told you and Mike this, but when Uva tries to kill himself on the train tracks and the other train comes through and like it was like meant to be really loud there was this fucking lady in the theater <gasps> who screamed at the top of her lungs like it was it was like uh. she was scared she was like ah! so fucking loud and i just was like 
bitch. This is she a also, sad movie. <laughs> she also screamed at the Ant-Man trailer, and I was like, shut the hell up. <laughs> You're screaming at the Ant-Man trailer. And then afterwards, again, I know I told you this already, but after the Ant-Man trailer came, like, was done, obviously Josh and I are fucking excited to see it. The same lady, I'm assuming, was like, absolutely not. That's a no. And I was like, nobody fucking asked you. Shut up. I'm going to see it. Eat your fucking popcorn. <laughs> Eat your fucking popcorn. <laughs> Eat your popcorn and shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah, no. Great book. Great movie. What a yes. what a start to Boost and Reviewed, you know? Oh, my God. It, yes, season two, out with a bang. Only going downhill from here, ladies and gents. Well, who knows what our next book is going to be for March. We still have time to yeah. decide. So, a- yeah, just... Uh, mm-hmm. This is where you guys need to comment, send us DMs, tell suggest for us because yes, like please, we love to hear your suggestions. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about the book or the movie aside from the fact that you loved it so 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 much? No, um, I'm just glad that like um that you read it too. Because mm-hmm. I love that I enjoyed it. Me too. I, I was nervous. Like, I was nervous too. Let's be honest. And then. I wasn't going to tell you. Like, I tried very hard to be to text you just a very normal, like, I finished it. Yeah, I know. And I was like, because you, you read into my text messages and you just know. And I was like, just send, I finished it. That's when I know you don't like one. So I like, but like, the way you talk about certain things, I just can tell. Just because it's like a best friend telepathy. I don't know. Just I can just tell. I about things anymore. No, I like talking about books with you. <laughs> Our podcast would be done. I know what the fuck. What the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> we can't do a bachelor podcast. No one would listen oh to God. that. No one would listen to it, and there's already seventy five. There's million. eight billion of them. Did you sign up for the shit? No, <laughs> I will do that after we do this. It's free. It's not like a like you just get points it's not like money yeah yeah no i will i will do that thank you for saying that because i did see your text message and i was like ooh, and then i forgot i figured that's what happened but i also jordan sent it to me and i didn't sign up because i thought it was money and i was like i just want to have fun and it's not money at all you just get points and like somebody wins just like bragging rights oh cool fun so like and jordan's in the lead right now with 78 points from one episode what the fuck <laughs> It's like her friends too. Like I only know like two or three people on there, so you're not gonna know anybody except for Jordan. But that's okay. And you, you don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, really, I just so. talk to Morgan, honestly. Well, you don't. Whatever. <laughs> so, read this book, watch the movie, bring tissues, when bring and watching tissues unless you want snot face. You could have snot face. Who knows? I don't know if anybody would like that. But. Or snot arm. It's not arm and you're just kind of like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's really good. Like highly, highly recommend. Yes. I think, I don't know if I'll reread it, so to speak, but I would definitely, I'm going to rewatch the movie 100%. Oh, I'll reread this book for sure. Yeah. I love ba- Fred McBackman's books. I'm really yeah. sad that like he just did a tour because of A Man Called Up. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And my friend Erica, who lives in New Jersey, kind of near the PA, near PA. Yeah. Um. He came there and she met him and took a picture with him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you want to see? I'm gonna show off my friend. 
I'm really jealous. I'm like, oh, I would just love to be able to like listen to him talk and hear like how he comes up with his ideas because they're so deep. They like, really are. And I feel like that's why I'm enjoying. That's why I enjoyed the novella and then this one. But I just anxious people just wasn't really my thing. So that's the only like downfall of his that I didn't really like, but a lot of people liked it. So don't take my word for it. That's okay. Like I definitely can understand why because it definitely feels different. Like now reading like Bear Town and that whole series, and then this and a Deal of the Lifetime, it definitely feels a little different compared mm-hmm. to them. Um, but yeah, this is Erica with Frederick Beckman. Oh my god, is that cool? I feel like. That is very cool. I feel like, too, he has a lot of novellas. Like, I was looking for something just to listen to at work, and then it popped up. Or no, I think it said on Audible, it suggested one of his books because I had listened to A Man Called Uva, and then I saw that it was just an hour, and I was like, I'm not going to use an Audible credit for an hour. Let me yeah, see if just I can get Libby. Libby. And I did, and I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. And thank fucking God I didn't listen to it all at work because the Tears. end, like... Yes, tears. Tears. <laughs> I think that I will end up because I think Britt Marie was here as his next bigger, like actual novel. I think I might get mm-hmm. that for my next Barnes Ooh. and Noble haul. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just, uh, it's just so good. And like the themes and like the deeper messages are just. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. It's just a really good book. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would highly recommend. And you know, you know what I don't recommend? Corona seltzers. This, <laughs> this shit, yeah, don't recommend. As she jiggles like an empty one. Yeah, I have been drinking it. Listen, I enjoy chatting with you. Sometimes when you enjoy having a good conversation with a friend, drinks flow a little bit easier. Uh huh. They do, even if they taste like shit. Even if it tastes like shit, you're so right. All right. Is there anything else you want to say? No. All right. So where can they find you? At bookmorgs. B-O-O-K-M-O-R-G-S. That's right. Mm. Where can they find you? Danny Allreads. D-A-N-I-A-L-L-R-E-A-D-S. Boom. I didn't have to do it myself. Nope. I've always want to mock you in doing it, but I'm so afraid I'm going to fuck it up. So that's why I took it. Because <laughs> you always do D-A-N-I-A-L-L-R-E-A-D-S. I did it. Good for you. Okay. High five. Oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. See? That was just delayed. Killed it. Thank you guys we'll for be- listening. Wait. We'll be back with some type of episode in February. Yeah. Fun episode. That's not a book. So be excited. What has this been? This has been boozed and reviewed, baby. Woo! Hell yeah. Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs>